Pickaxe. Hello. Hello. And welcome to the comfort zone. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something really like, you know, smooth and calming smooth. to say, but instead we nah. went for what's up? What's up? <laughs> Put on a nice pair of slippers and get a... Get a bud voice. <laughs> get a bud. <laughs> Not sponsored. No. Yet. Yet. <laughs> How's it going? It is going okay. It's going okay. I have had some dreams this week, but I have recorded none of them, I'm afraid. Oh. Because they've all been too... Too sexy. Just smut. Wall to wall (laughs) smut. Just absolute smut. No, just things are so strange. Okay, so there's there's a big range that I've had, one of which was really nice. I literally had a dream that I guessed the Wordle score, the, the Wordle word, <laughs> first try. And that was the whole dream. I sort of, I was like, hang on, what if it's this? And I think the word was binge. And I just put binge in and then it was just like green, green, green. And I was wow. like, oh. And then I woke up. Did you try that the next day? I think I did, and it wasn't <laughs> that at all. Oh. So there's that end of the dream. Like, short, nothing really happening, but still nice. And then my dream I had last night, which was that there was a zombie apocalypse, and for some reason, my friend Helen had come around my house, and I was like, I need to wee. But instead of weeing like a normal person in a toilet, I started weeing into a doll's house and then she just kept on having to pick up various things from the doll's house like the tiny bath and then my wee just kept on pouring over the bath so she'd get the tiny cupboard and the tiny fridge and I just kept weeing and I was like I woke up and I was like I'm not going to record this. I like how you make the executive decision not to record it but you recount the dream anyway. (laughs) Oh yeah. But that's just that, that, that's just like a hint at what where my brain's been at this last week. So I was just like, no. And when I wake up, I'm like, maybe not this one. <laughs> and then all of a sudden a week's gone by and I've not recorded any of them. Oh my gosh. So this is all on you, Excellent. I'm afraid. Well, I've not had many dreams this week either, but I do have a long one that I recorded last week or the week before. I can't remember. But I just had to quickly refresh my brain because I couldn't even remember the dream. But um, I do now. And it was, a, yeah, it was a long one and a lot of stuff happened. And it was a really odd dream because it felt very real when it was happening. It was, I guess I was mildly aware that I was dreaming. I think it was one of those dreams where I've already woken up. I've gone back to sleep and I'm in quite a light sleep and you just have a really intense dream. Yeah. So that is today's dream. Nice. <laughs> I just remembered I had another dream where I was, I can't remember how long ago this was, if it was last week, but I had a dream that I, because you were telling me about how you can sometimes fly in your dreams. Yeah. And then I was, I suddenly realized I was in a dream and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to fly. And I literally just jumped and I landed back down and I was like, well, and then I woke up. (laughs) So I guess guess I can't. Yeah, see, when I can fly in my dreams, it's not me like willing it to happen most of the time. It's just, oh, I can fly in this one. Most of the time, if I'm trying to fly in a dream, it's like Mario 64. You're doing like the triple jump and then you do a weird little glide and then fall back down. <laughs> <laughs> That's generally how my dreams go. But yeah. I had another dream. This is, again, just really short. 
uninteresting dreams apart from the zombie apocalypse pee. But um, I had a dream that I someone called me up and then I was like, I realized it was a dream and I was like, do you know what? I can't be bothered to talk to you. <laughs> so I woke up instead. <laughs> I was just like, was, was it me? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I just, my brain obviously just went, I can't be bothered to come up with a whole conversation. Just, just get up. <laughs> just, like, okay. just, just get on with the dream. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We, at the end of the last episode, asked some questions. Oh yeah. And we had some yes, answers. Yes, yes, I've been enjoying did. reading through people's dreams from their childhoods. Childhoods? Child, childhoods. Childhoods. And various other ones to do with just like memorable dreams. Mm-hmm. Two of them involved squirrels, which I thought was quite nice. One of them had a friend who turned into a squirrel. <laughs> and then... Amazing. I can't remember what the other squirrel one was, but... It is strange to see. One thing it did make me realise though, because when I was reading through the comments, I was thinking, I don't know if I would know particularly where to begin with saying what I think they mean. And it made me realise the reason I think sometimes when you tell me your dreams, I can sort of be like, oh, it's probably this. It's probably because... I know you. Yeah, not, absolutely. Not like, not like, I know you. <laughs> I am inside your brain. I know, I am in your brain. I think it just highlighted for me how personal it is that it's not like every dream is about one thing is universal. Exactly. Like for you, I can be like, oh, well, you've told me about this, so it's probably this. Whereas for someone else, I'm just like, your friend turned into a squirrel and was an assassin? I, I don't I don't <laughs> know what this means. <laughs> exactly. I, I was saying this on stream this week, actually, because someone came into my chat and they said, oh, I had a dream where I had socks on and I wanted to take them off and I took them off and I went walking and suddenly they were back on my feet. What does that mean? And I was like, well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'll check my book. And I looked in my little dream book and there was nothing on socks, but he said like it was like a snake shedding its skin that's what they felt like so in the dream obviously the brain they sort of were like oh this is like a snake with their skin like constantly falling off I don't know I think it might have been the socks falling off maybe I can't remember but I said okay we'll look up snakes and we did that and I was like honestly this doesn't mean anything like only you know what your dreams mean like I can reel off as many definitions as I want but it doesn't mean a thing yeah because only you know what you're thinking at the time like you might have seen a snake before you went to bed you might have thought oh I need to put my washing away and that could be it like there isn't some hidden deep meaning that you can find in a book like it's all just down to you in the end of the day but at the same time it's fun reading people's dreams and trying to figure out what the heck they're thinking (laughs) (laughs) see for me I would think that that would be like a problem you're trying to walk away from but you have to deal with it you can't walk away from it and that's your socks deal with your socks don't try and walk away from your socks Mm. Yeah, yeah yeah that's what I'd get from that. I think a lot of the time dreams like that that you remember are down to like worrying about something or having something on your mind, right? That's how I... Like personally, when I always have my school dreams, it's always because I'm worrying about something. Sometimes I have dreams where I'm arguing with people and that's generally when I'm stressed as well. So dreams that inherently stress you out, I guess, just is your brain like, I'm a little bit stressed and I'm trying to tell you to to chill. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) Just stop weeing in the doll's house. Just Just stop weeing. You just just want to wee on everything. That's all your dream means. (laughs) 
Well, I was watching this thing on TV about this doll's house. It was Alan Titchrash has his own doll's house. Because basically, obviously, when you move in with someone, you compromise a bit and you get some of your taste and some of their taste and some mixed together. But he was saying he has this doll's house because he can decorate it exactly how he would like his dream house. And I think I was actually thinking like, I would love a doll's house. I just, I love tiny things. Yeah. And when I look at tiny food and tiny furniture and it makes me really happy and maybe I did just want to claim it for myself. I'm just going to wee all over it. All right, good. Yeah, that's it. You wanted your own one and you wanted to make it your own territory. I'm coming you for your doll's house, Alan Titchmarsh, <laughs> if you're listening. It's going to be mine. <laughs> Have you ever had um, Sylvanian families? Oh my gosh, I love Sylvanian families. Yeah. Although I used to get in trouble as a child because I would take all their clothes off because I thought it was more natural. <laughs> and then my parents would always be like, you're not going to remember whose clothes were whose. And I was like, but that's, that's moles and bunnies Doesn't and matter. hedgehogs. They just let them be free. <laughs> I never had Sylvanian families, but I had a friend who who loved them. I think she had them when she was a kid and she just liked to collect them. They were really cute. I remember them being advertised when I was a kid and I was like, ooh, but I never got my own. I had so many and now they've been passed on to my niece and she's playing with them and it makes me really happy in that sort of like ending of Toy Story 3 type way. (laughs) Spoilers. (laughs) But it's just nice to see them get played with again and get love again. I remember though, when I was growing up, my sister had this cupboard that was like inbuilt into the wall and inside that she had a Playmobil doll's house that was like a proper Victorian one with working lampposts and all of this stuff. If ever she was out the house, I would sneak, pee all over it. I'd be all over <laughs> it. I would just sneak into her room and I would open the cupboard and I would just look. Aww. I didn't play with it because I knew I would forget to put something back, but I would just look at it and be like, wow. Wow. <laughs> I just really, I don't Aww. know, there's just something nice about dolls' houses, I think. Yeah. I think when they don't have dolls in, I think the doll sometimes makes it creepy, but when it is just the furniture, then I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's like playing The Sims, but without The Sims. Like, you just spend all the time building the house. It's just satisfying. Yeah, it must be nice. Like, I wish I had the skills to make tiny things. Oh, it's so satisfying, like, watching people do that. Yeah. It's it's so, so satisfying. When I was in uh, school, uh, for my GCSEs, I did technology and I made a doll's house and me and my dad went to a shop that sold like doll's house furniture so we could kit it out and it's it's insane some of the stuff they have is insane they sold like light fittings that you could actually get working in the house so you had like little light switches that would turn the lights on and stuff yeah and it's just crazy like the amount of detail there is in those things mine was just a box with some wallpaper in it but (laughs) (laughs) Humble beginnings. I just don't know what it is about that stuff. Like I love dolls houses. I love model villages. I love model railways. I'm, I've been obsessed for years, obviously not really been able to travel in recent years, but I've been obsessed with, there's this place called Miniature Wunderland in Hamburg that is a three story model railway Ooh. and it's amazing. I saw it on this TV show years ago and ever since then I've been like, I want to go to this place. <laughs> and when I was growing up, my uncle had this room in my nan's house that was literally like the entire room was a model railway and you had to crawl into the room and get up in the center of it and you would just be surrounded by it and I loved that room so much it was one of those things that whenever I went around my nan's house I'd be like can I stand in the room (laughs) (laughs) I won't touch anything I promise 
But yeah, there's a model railway not far from, uh, no, a model village not far from Bristol. I really want to go to it. I don't know. Maybe I just, I'm quite tall. Maybe I just want to feel, wait, no, that doesn't make sense. I was going to say maybe I want to feel small, but I'd feel even bigger. <laughs> You'd feel even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> My only experience of like model villages and stuff is going to Great Yarmouth. There was one there, but it was really bad. Oh no. <laughs> it was really crap. And I remember us just going there once and being like, all right, <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> but it sounds like you had so much of it in your childhood. I think there's meant to be a good one on the Isle of Wight. I've never been to the Isle of Wight. Neither have I. Everyone in my family's been, but I've never been. Let's go on. Should we go on holiday to the Isle of Wight and look at the model village? Yes, let's do it. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> have you ever had a dream where you are small? Like you're just shrunken down to like doll size? I don't think so, no. Oh, that's interesting. I've had, well, I've probably had more than one, but I have one that I remember. I I remember being in my bedroom and I was shrunk down because like my favorite, favorite TV show is Cardcaptors or Cardcaptor Sakura. And she has these cards that let you magic. And one of them is... Uh, it can make you small oh. and there's one that makes you big and etc etc so in this dream I used the small one and I became very small in my bedroom and I was exploring like all along the floor as a very tiny person and I've never <laughs> forgotten that dream I think it was more to do with the fact I was using magic though which was cool I thought you were gonna say that your favorite tv show was The Borrowers no <laughs> god I remember watching The Borrowers as a kid though my brother was obsessed with that I used to love The Borrowers but again I think it was just because I used to like watching them hold things that look too big I think I just like things that aren't the size they're meant to be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally get it. Like, I don't know why, but it's just really cool. <laughs> I remember going to Butterfly World just outside of St. Albans and um, they had this area that was like massive flower pots and a massive trowel and you could feel like Ooh. you were tiny and you'd like crawl around everything. Oh, I, I loved that. Oh, that's so cool. I just, I want to either be very big or very small. Oh, very small. <laughs> very, very small. I wonder if there's any sort of <laughs> giant theme parks that you can go to to make you feel like a borrower. That must be a thing, right? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Or would it take up too much space? I've never been to one, but I can totally see that being a thing. That's a cool idea for one. Maybe we could start one on the Isle of Wight. Yeah. <laughs> You've had the the model railway. Now witness the... Wait, what would, what would it be? A giant railway. A <laughs> <The> giant <laughs> railway. Right, should we should we take a listen to this this dream? It's a long one. We shall. We're gonna stop halfway through and chat about it, uh, just because it's so long. So we we'll do this in two sections, like a sandwich, like a sandwich, a dream sandwich. So let's have the first buttery half. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's it. Is that how you eat your sandwiches? Do you eat them by Just layers. Slice at a time. Yeah. So I, I eat the bread first. <laughs> Then the filling. <laughs> then I finish off with a slice of bread. Mm. <laughs> Is that not how you eat your sandwiches? I think that's how you're meant to eat them, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Yes. Three, two, one. Hello. Okay, so big one today. I'll try and be as fast as I can. So I was working at Asda again and I was on a shift with my mom and there was a woman who wanted a onesie for her little boy. And I was running around trying to find it because it had been taken out of the packet and the boy was like, oh, that was the last one. I really want it. So I tried to find it and I ended up picking up like a kid's dress up builder costume. And I was like, is this it? She was like, no. Um, I was like, oh, okay. 
So after they went away, I saw that like next to them on the shelf, they were selling. Do you remember as a kid, Dairy Milk did these red telephone boxes? No, they weren't telephone boxes. They were like post boxes. And you put the mini dairy milk bars in them and you put 10p in them and it would spit out a, a mini dairy milk bar so in this stream there was a giant and this time it was a phone box giant phone box probably about like four foot tall for like 50 quid and then a tower of big dairy milks to put in it for like a hundred quid and i was like oh my god that's so cool i had one of those when i was a kid wow but yeah then i went back to um my department which was the clothes uh, and my mum was serving someone um and all this time i like i'm eating for some reason like i, I had giant bourbon biscuit that i was i was eating um the the person with the little boy Eventually, he found some shortbread, um, like really nice, expensive shortbread. And the mom was like, oh, well, guess you want shortbread now. So I had some of that and I gave some to my mom. I was like, taste this shortbread. It's really nice. Uh, and I got back to the, the desk anyway when my mom's serving someone. And the person that she's serving had one of the dairy milk bar chocolates. And I tried to say like, oh, yeah, I remember having those when I was a kid. But I said it in a really weird way, like in a really confusing way. And I just sort of left i went into the fitting rooms to check them and then when i came out of the like, changing rooms i felt really faint and i was like oh my god I, I can't i can't stand up so i ended up like propping myself up against the wall and everyone's like are you okay and then i just fell to the floor so i just fainted and everyone's like shit 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 call an ambulance an ambulance came and they put a mask over my whole face like one of the big plastic bags where they cover your entire face um, and I had a blanket on me too and they put me on a stretcher and they took me outside and took me into the uh, the ambulance okay that's a cliffhanger that is that is a cliffhanger <laughs> so yeah so we've somehow managed to be on theme because there was a lot of giant stuff I in the first half of the dream I was thinking that there was giant biscuits <laughs> it reminded me of um, did you ever use that I not use that did you ever look at that website Pimp My Biscuit where people just made no. massive massive biscuits so people would be like i'm gonna pimp a custard cream and then they would make a custard cream that was like a foot long oh my god four inches thick sort of thing and i used to be obsessed with that and it just as soon as you said giant biscuit i was like oh it brought back so many memories of massive biscuits i remember people would make like jaffa cakes the size of cakes and twix fingers and stuff is amazing <gasps> it's probably still up I it's one of those really that. old websites that probably still has like a view counter at the bottom but <laughs> i want to see Pimp my biscuit yeah no i never um oh my god i found it <laughs> pimp that snack Supersized food. Yeah, it's still a thing. It looks like they've updated. They've expanded to snacks now. It's not just biscuits yeah, anymore. It's, it's they've got mega jelly tots. They've got a cream egg. Oh my gosh, that must be so much sugar in it. In a a choc chip daddy. <laughs> <laughs> What's a choc chip daddy? Remember? <laughs> chocolate chip daddy it's uh you know the little pots with the the chocolate dip and the little breadsticks oh that's a chocolate chip daddy a dipping daddy a dipping daddy <laughs> someone's made a giant one. <laughs> oh my god wow yeah no i've never seen this website did you have one of those post boxes when you were a kid do you remember those i don't think i had one that belonged to me i think one of my siblings had one and i loved it i loved it too and i think they would maybe thinking about it i would probably buy it and then my siblings would keep the money i've just realized because <laughs> 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 i don't remember ever taking the money back out oh 
Yeah, I used to love those. So yeah, there was a giant one in this tree, but it was a post box instead of a no, it was a phone box instead of a post box. I think they've they've like remade them. I think my niece has one now. I think they had a bit of a comeback. Yeah. I heard that they were gonna remake them. Dairy milk post box. They're remaking all the classics. If you could pimp any snack, what would it be? What does pimping it entail? Does that is that just making it ginormous? Just making it huge, yeah. I'm just looking at a giant Ferrero Rocher that's like Oh my god. <laughs> it's like the size of a football. <laughs> yeah. It would probably be something like that, like a Ferrero or it would probably make me throw up, but like a lint ball. Imagine just shoving your face into a giant lint ball. Oh my gosh, what the size of your head. Yeah. It would be incredible. You can buy the giant lint balls, but it's just full of tiny lint balls, which is a disappointment. Wow. <laughs> I'd rather have just a giant one. <laughs> A Ferrero Rocher, though. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. You just eat all the layers like a sandwich. Oh, there's a giant party ring. Yep. Oh, God. I would just love to... I think whatever I do next Halloween, I'm going to be something that is tiny holding something that's big. I think this is just my new fascination. Or maybe it's always (laughs) been a fascination I've never realised until now. How would you do that? Would you just get something really big to carry around? (laughs) Yeah, I'll be like a like a mouse warrior with a needle for a sword. <laughs> that is so cool. Have you ever seen Arietti, the Studio Ghibli take on the Boroughs? Oh, yeah, I love that. I do yeah, love that Yeah, like film. she uses a needle for a sword, right? Yeah. I'm sure she has a little needle as like a, a little rapier in her side. And she has like a clothes peg for her hair. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. I'm trying to think of something that has like lots of... Because I guess the problem with if you make a lot of things big is you're just going to end up with just too much. Like say you make a big Mars bar or something, it's just going to be too much of one thing, like too much nougat or whatever, too much caramel Mm -hmm. in one go. So I'm trying to think of something that would actually expand quite well. Yeah. I'm just going to make myself hungry. (laughs) Yeah. We we always do this though, don't we? We always end up talking about food. Yeah. (laughs) Hmm. What would expand well? I don't know. I think Jaffa cake cake is a good one. Jaffa cake cake is a good idea, yeah. I'm surprised that hasn't really been done. Because you can buy birthday cakes of everything now. Yeah. But I've never seen a birthday cake that's a Jaffa cake. <laughs> I'm going to make one. going to make a giant Jaffa cake cake. Oh my God, do it. Send some to me, please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I passed out in the stream. Another thing about the stream was that it was all first person. Oh. Usually I dream in like third person, but this was all first person. So I passed out, like they're putting like a mask on me so I can breathe and all I can see is like a plastic bag over my face. It's, <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. I, I remember thinking like while dreaming, wow, this is all first person. This is so bizarre. And it, it carried on for the whole dream as well. There wasn't a single point where it just became third person. Was it a proper first person how we experience the world or was it like a video game first person? Did you have your arms in front of you constantly just walking? <laughs> I think it was it was first person how we experience the world. I'm pretty sure. So that I think that's what made it feel so real. It was it was really weird. <laughs> You left the dream as you fainted mm-hmm. and you've got into an ambulance. Am- ambulance. Yes. An ambulance. See, this is all hitting home for me as someone who yeah. a few days ago had to call an ambulance. We ended up, we just got a lift instead. But um, when I was listening to this, I was like, hang on, did you have a premonition about what was going to happen? <laughs> oh my God. Maybe I did. Inside my brain. Well, you'll see what happens in the rest of the dream. <laughs> I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's listen to it. Three, two, one. And it was a man and a girl, a northern girl. So we're driving 
And all this time, I'm really out of it. And I'm trying to check my phone to like message like my loved ones and be like, I've been taken into the hospital, blah, blah, blah. But I can't like focus on the phone. I can't focus on it. Uh, eventually, the man who's driving, he realizes that like, I'm awake. And he says to the girl, like, oh, can you prop up the bed so she can sit up and like just take the mask off and stuff? So she comes over and she like helps me, helps me up. And I'm a bit more awake. And I'm like, where are we going? We've been driving for such a long time. And he's like, oh, we're going to North Hearts Hospital, which isn't a hospital. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I must have been really out of it because that would be close. And the girl, like, comes over after helping me and she gives me this necklace. It's like a plastic laser-cut necklace of, like, some girl or some band's, like, tour dates, which is weird. And apparently the singer was called like Hannah Wright or something. She's like, oh yeah, this is this is, is the song that's stuck in your head right now because I had music playing. This is the band. So you can keep this necklace so you don't forget. And I was like, oh, okay, thank you. And I was like crying because I thought that was so sweet. And then we finally pull up somewhere and she's like, right, I'm going now. Don't forget the necklace. And she hops out. And I say to him, I'm like, where are we? And he says, we're in Nottingham. I'm like, what? Okay. He's like, yeah, the girls like that work for the ambulance service, like I give them all lifts and they uh, they live all over the place. I was like, oh, OK, great. And then he starts driving me to where I assume is the hospital. Like he's really nice. He's real nice. Like, and like he, every now and then, like he's reclining his chair back and like just chatting and chilling. And then I noticed that there's like a monster behind me and it's like a big five headed bird behind me in the ambulance. But it can't reach me. But I, every now and then I have to sort of lean forward a bit because if I lean back too much it will like nip my, my my ears there was someone else there i don't know who it was but basically the the guy the ambulance guy he had like this container and we were we were doing something we were like emptying it and then it got to the point where we were like translating the things that we found in it um and it was just weird stuff like it sounded like tolkien extracts like how Baron metaluthian sort of thing and then when it was nearly empty there were two worms left in this container and he was like oh can you leave them in there they're they're like a sign that so-and-so could defeat so-and-so and i'm like what but then the guy next to me whoever it was he's like oh it's fine we already know that because we translated everything in the box like we don't need the worms so he sort of just takes them anyway and it was like oh and i think that's it that's all i remember but yeah big dream it felt very real very cool dream okay goodbye <laughs> Goodbye. So yeah, goodbye. So that wow. was it. So it's basically just a road trip with a random ambulance man. And I didn't know who any of the people in that dream were. He never made it to the hospital. And luckily it wasn't an emergency because he started dropping people off. He was like, yeah, I give him lifts home. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. No problem. It was just a bus in disguise. Yeah, well, the inside of it was kind of like being inside of a van, oh, but no. like with windows. It was very empty. And I think, I don't think it was an ambulance looking back, honestly. Yeah. I, I think I'd been fooled. <laughs> <laughs> I made some notes whilst I was listening, just, just to keep track of it. And the first one I wrote down was, you messaged loved ones. Did you message me? <laughs> <laughs> I would have, but I couldn't because I couldn't focus my eyes on the phone. <laughs> Gosh darn. It reminded me of Alex and I through some weird fluke. We both had to go to the eye hospital on the same day. Mm -hmm. And they put, you know, those those drops in your eye that make your, your pupils dilate. Yeah, we both had to have those. And then afterwards we were <laughs> trying to get home. We were like, okay, we're, we're booking Uber. And neither of us could focus on our phones because our pupils oh, are just no. so huge. And we just sat outside the eye hospital on the curb, like hold, 
holding our phones at arm's length, like, can you see one yet? No, can you? <laughs> so oh it's like a bizarre comedy sketch. So I forgive you for so not funny. messaging me. Thank you. Imagine if I was having a dream at the same time. And if you had messaged me, imagine if I had a God a message in my dream, <gasps> being like, something's wrong with Kirsty. And I'd be like, oh, something's oh. wrong. I'm in an ambulance that's not an ambulance with some people that I don't know. Help. <laughs> Is there any significance with Nottingham? No. I've never been to Nottingham in my life. Have you read anything about Nottingham recently? <laughs> no. Have you been reading Robin Hood or... No. I don't know why we were in Nottingham. <laughs> it was very nice. Uh, I don't even know if that's what it actually looks like. Probably not. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe in like a few months' time, I'll end up somewhere like in a city and I'll be like... Oh, this is the place I dreamt about. This is Nottingham. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's happened before. So we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll get back to you on that one. But no, I've never been to Nottingham. I've never had anything to do with it. The girl who who left when we got to Nottingham, she ended up going into like a hairdresser's or something. I think she was going to get her hair done. Aww. Yeah. And she gave me this necklace, which I thought was really nice. It was, I mean, the necklace wasn't very nice, but it was nice that she gave it to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was like a big plastic laser cut thing. It was like the logo of the band. And if you turned it over, it had their tour dates. And I was like, all right, thank you. And I thought it was so touching that she gave it to me in the dream. I was so thank you so much. Aww. <laughs> yeah, and then we... So yeah, we ended up driving for a while, me and the guy. Like, he was just being really friendly. He was... I think at one point he was chatting to me so much he had to, like, swerve to avoid a car. Because <laughs> he wasn't looking at the road. <laughs> Um, and then this monster was behind me. It was like, oh dear, I'll just have to lean forward a bit so it can't reach me. And then it got to the part where we were translating all this stuff in the box. With the uh, and this other guy appeared. Yeah, so they we ended up with these two worms. I can't remember what the things were we were translating before the worms, but yeah, it, it was gibberish essentially. Like some of it was sort of Tolkien like yeah. um other bits were just completely random. And we got to the last two worms and yeah, the driver said, "Oh, don't don't touch those. They're important." And then the guy next to me was like, "Doesn't matter. I'll do it anyway." And he actually ended up I didn't say it when I recorded it, but I think he ended up like I think he got like a syringe and he like drew out their blood or something oh my god and, and, and i was like oh my god why are you doing that like he told you not to touch them <laughs> yeah that that was the end of the dream it was really weird and i never got to the hospital <laughs> see that reminds me of i when i was um i went back home to my parents and i was looking at a like childhood book of greek mythology and because it, it's just like some short stories um some of which i'd read before some of which i hadn't it made me realize how much of greek mythology is based on a god saying to either another god or a mortal don't do this one thing and then being like <laughs> i'm gonna do the one thing i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do the thing <laughs> it just reminds me of that like okay just what just don't touch the worms and they're like i'm gonna touch the worms <laughs> I'm going to touch the words. <laughs> it's just the basis of so many stories. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's true, it's true. And I don't know what he even gained from the worms. I, I can't even remember. Like I might have known at the time, but I, I cannot remember. Part of me is wondering if the monster became the guy that ate the worms. Because oh. it was a bird, wasn't it? Yeah, five-headed bird. It was a five-headed bird. It was like Tiamat, but a bird. And it was trying to nibble your ears? <laughs> it was. Every time I like went back too far, I was like, oh. Monster's there. He's got my ear. Now to lean forward again. Do you think whilst you were sleeping, Tabs was just there, batting your ears? Oh my God, probably. Yeah, <laughs> he probably was. <laughs> <laughs> 
because I'd already woken up at that point and I'd gone back to sleep. Every time, uh, he he is such a good boy. He doesn't try to wake me up. But as soon as he sees my eyes open, he's like, breakfast, it's breakfast time, time for food. Even if I go back to sleep, he's like, hey, hey, you're awake. Get up, breakfast. (laughs) So he'd probably seen me wake up and was trying to, was bothering me. He might have been like sitting near me and batting his tail or rubbing his butt in my face. You never know. You never know. (laughs) See, I got to experience this for the first time the other week because Tabs was staying with us and made me laugh so much. There was one one morning where Alex had got up and gone out. So Tabs came in and he was just sat next to me and he was just sort of smushing my face with his paw. And I was like, okay, okay, I'm getting up and getting up. Then the next day he came in to try and do the same thing again. And I literally just happened to open my eyes as he was reaching towards my face and the look of guilt (laughs) on his face of like, oh, Oh. (laughs) he obviously was just a bit like, I wasn't like, he just slowly put his paw back down. Like I wasn't, I wasn't going to. (laughs) But then the next day, Alex gave him breakfast. It was like he hadn't registered that Alex could do breakfast. And that opened up like a whole new world of possibilities. So the next day I woke up and. I was like big spooning Alex so all I could see was like the side of his head and his shoulder and then just tabs just smacking his face <laughs> and I was just lying there like hey. oh and I God. could just hear Alex being like <laughs> welcome to my life <laughs> so oh I wonder gosh. if he is the five-headed bird back he, is the, he must be the five-headed bird <laughs> smacking me in the face aren't you He's next to me licking his butt. (laughs) What a king. (laughs) Killing it, king. So I have a question. Yes. When I last saw you, we went to a charity bookshop and you got a new dream book. Have you looked up any of this dream in that new book? I haven't, but I can. I have it with me. I have the book. So what should I look up? Oh, I am curious about jewellery because you had a dream last episode that was about jewellery and then this has a necklace in it. So I'm sort of curious about, and you say that you're, did you say your mum dreams about jewellery quite a bit? My mum's recurring dream is that she dreams she's lost her jewellery and she will wake up like, where's my ring? Where's my necklace? Where's my bracelet? And that happens a lot. I've never had anything like that, but I have dreamt about jewellery a fair bit. Okay, so jewellery. So this book... It doesn't go in as in-depth as the other one. It's just sort of one-sentence things. So next to jewelry, it says, Different gifts and abilities, adornment, beauty, individual self-expression or identity. A particular stone may suggest that you need that specific energy or colour for health and well-being. There were no stones. I guess it's saying I'm tacky and plastic. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, going back to the ambulance, I had to go into the hospital last week because of my heart which is tachycardia <gasps> and that's tacky oh so my you God. had a premonition I must have... about my heart <laughs> I pre- premonition you were messaging loved ones loves loves the heart yeah maybe i knew that this was going to happen <laughs> on some subconscious <laughs> level <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, I wonder what the other book says about uh, jewelry. Because this one does go a little bit more in depth. Does it say anything about Nottingham? <laughs> I don't think so. 
Imagine if it just had one line for jewelry, one line for monster, and then just you turn to Nottingham and it's a whole page and you're like, oh. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so J, 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 H, I, J. Okay. Oh, the J section is very small. This is good. Jewelry, 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 jewelry. Here it is. In dreams, items of jewelry represent a special and precious value or quality such as love, loyalty, inner beauty, friendship, or purity. Uh, receiving a gift of jewelry in your dream denotes the love and the appreciation of the giver. So the purpose of such a dream may simply be to confirm or fulfill your desire for the love and affection of that person. I didn't know who that person was. But you loved them. But I loved them. <laughs> I love you, stranger. They were, they were very nice. Random northern girl from Nottingham. <laughs> there you go. I, I'm trying to think if I even know where Nottingham is. No. I'm going to look it up. I don't think it's north. Or not as north as I'm thinking at the very least. It's... Just above Leicester. Yeah, it is not as north as my dream made it out to be. Oh, geez. Are we, we can't get into the west. We can't get into the, north the, the No. I bet the people <laughs> of Nottingham think that they're northern or maybe they don't. I don't know. I, I'm not going to go into it. I don't know what you are, people of Nottingham. You be whatever you, you want be to be. You be whatever you want to be. <laughs> You want to be Midlands? Good for you. You want to be the North? You That's good too. Hell yeah. Because I went to university in Kent. Anything north of London was the North to them. That is insane. I found out actually this very morning, I was watching Tom Scott did a video about how Rochester, which is where I went to university, isn't a city anymore because of a possible error or some dodgy dealings. Oh. It's not been a city for like four years. And I was like, it was a city? I just assumed it was a town. <laughs> it's tiny and it's wedged in between two other places. Oh my God. I mean, it does have a cathedral. When I was growing up, that was sort of the rule of thumb was like, if it has a cathedral, it's a city. Like St. Albans, even though St. Albans isn't very big, is a city. But it just yeah. never occurred to me that it might be. But now it's not. It was fine. I never even think about it unless it's like a big place like london or something i just default to calling everything town <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah i'm going into town and i'm in the middle of bristol going into the shopping part and it's like yeah, yeah. Uh, we're in a city but i'm going into town goodbye <laughs> well next time you're gonna have to have a big dream i am gonna have to have a big dream hopefully not about peeing on everything yeah but who knows <laughs> you'll have more now you'll have more pee dreams does it say anything about pee in your book <laughs> oh probably hang on urine because usually if you have a dream about peeing it's because you need a wee that seems yeah, to be like generally. the number of times i've woken up from a dream about peeing and i'm just like oh my gosh am i peeing no thank goodness i'll go to the toilet urine see excrement okay i'm going to the excrement <laughs> section give me a moment excellent this is exactly where <laughs> i want my mind to be <laughs> what a good end to the podcast <laughs> Where is it? I can't even find the excrement section. Oh, oh God, it's a big section. Okay. Oh, jeez. Elimination in dreams can symbolize release and self-expression. When we urinate, we're ridding ourselves of bodily waste. When these actions occur in dreams, your unconscious is referring to the removal of emotional waste, such as unhappy memories. That doesn't make sense because your dollhouse memories are nice memories. You're weeing all over them. Maybe it's that I'm expressing myself. I want to express myself in a doll's house. And I was expressing my wee everywhere. <laughs> oh, dreams about being clogged up or about lack of bathrooms. 
<laughs> and not so much about emotional baggage as about a lack of proper outlets for your own creativity and self-expression. Because I need a doll's house. Maybe there wasn't a toilet nearby and there, you, you found a doll's house and you want a doll's house so much so you were expressing your creativity by peeing all over it. Well, the weirdest thing was, <laughs> this took place in my parents' house and I was in the bathroom. I was in the doorway of the bathroom and the landing, just peeing on a doll's house anyway. Oh what does God. that say about me? I have a perfectly good outlet, but no. I want a doll's house. Oh my god. <laughs> Hang on, I found one. So, other pee dreams include going to the bathroom in a strange place, such as a doll's house. Uh, in such <laughs> dreams, it represents the expression of an opinion or insight unsuitable for public consumption, or it could reveal that you might have been too impulsive in the way that you've expressed yourself, and your dreaming mind is urging you to bear in mind the impact of your words. See, that's interesting. What have you done, Brainy? What have you done? That's interesting because I often feel as a streamer a streamer you just have this like constant stream of consciousness and sometimes I feel like personally I'll end a stream and I'll be like because it will be one of those things that you'll be chatting during a game something will come up you might say something but you don't fully express an opinion it's not something that can be expressed in a few sentences and then you're in a boss fight and you never come back to it and then I will end a stream and I'll suddenly think I didn't clarify points on that I probably should have clarified. Yeah. And I hope I didn't bother anyone by this. And I hope no one thinks. So I maybe it is that. Maybe I'm just worried that my constant stream of, in this case, <laughs> pee. <laughs> It's my mind pee. I've worried that I've mind, I've mind peed all over Chat's dollhouse and I hope I've not offended anyone. (laughs) I don't think you'd ever offend anyone on stream. You're far too wholesome. (laughs) But there are just times when I, I guess it's the sort of thing like, it's the dangers of the social medias. People try and squeeze these massive debates and issues into one tweet with few characters and you you can't cover every single facet of a topic and I guess it is the same for when you're saying stuff on streams I guess whenever I had that dream I must have had one of those worries that I'd not fully explain something maybe yeah it's true like I do that like I'll end a stream and I'll be like oh I don't like the way I talked about this or somebody in chat said this and I didn't react properly to it like and yeah you do have those worries every day with streaming so I totally get that I totally get that. So this time I'm making sure I've peed on everything in that doll's house. I'm yep. thorough. <laughs> you need to be more thorough. More pee needed. <laughs> you know what it was? It was it was Helen taking all the furniture out. Leave it in there, Helen. We need to pee on it. <laughs> so what what are we gonna call this episode? Dreams of piss. Oh jeez. I feel <laughs> I feel bad that the last few times you come in here and you've got like I had a dream that I went to this house and this magical house and then I saw this thing and I went on this adventure and then I'm just like, well, I walked down the street with my norks out and then I peed on a dollhouse. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm going to have to try and have a more... Uh, maybe I'll just start recording the word all dreams. <laughs> I love your dreams. <laughs> but no dreams of wrestling this no. week. No. No, not this time. I uh, I wonder if we're attracting the wrestling crowd with all your wrestling dreams. I did get a follow on Twitter for, from a wrestling podcaster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for bringing your big dream to the table. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed remembering the massive biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to have to go on that website now and have a look at all the massive snacks. The Chalky Daddies or whatever the hell they're called. We should have like a snack off. Snack off. Sna- snack, a pimp off? Snack off. A pimp, pimp snack off. Pimp off. Make I think a- that's something different. <laughs> we should. I don't know why it's because I, when I think about pimping things, I think about like doing them up, like putting glitter on a Ferrero Rocher, not making it huge. Yeah. So for me, it's it should just be like a the big snack blow up or something. Big snack blow up. <laughs> Oh my god, we should do a stream where we make a giant version of a snack. That can be our question for the week. What snack should we attempt to make hugely? Yeah, and if you could pimp any snack, what would it be? It's not related to dreams, but it could be an ambitious no, style but- of dream. <laughs> what snack do you dream you could have really big? There we go, perfect. Now it's now it's on brand. My tummy's just done a massive rumble. So these big biscuits we're talking big about. Big biscuit too. <laughs> big biscuits or those big dipping daddies or whatever chalky mm, daddy chalky daddy <laughs> oh do you remember daddy's sauce it was that brand of like brown sauce but it was called daddy's sauce daddy's sauce mm. <laughs> but that's a tangent for another day <laughs> dreams of daddy's sauce <laughs> perfect we've got ourselves a title <laughs> well oh, well on that note <laughs> Thank you so much. Everyone, I hope you've found some comfort in this podcast. <laughs> We're still living up to our name somehow, question mark. <laughs> question mark? <laughs> well, everyone, you take good care of yourself. Have sweet dreams. Yes. Night, night. Sweet dreams and big biscuits. <laughs> Goodbye for now. Bye for now. Bye-bye.